Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 196 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My guest today is the one and only and most handsome guy who is mm. eight inches from my face right now, <laughs> uh, Chris Brooker. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. So we are having some technical issues, of course, as we approach episode 200 with Motherhood in Hollywood. And um, I, uh, I have to record with one microphone. So it's very cozy. It's very cozy. So it's going to be a great episode. Here we go. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. So as I mentioned, uh, we're on one microphone today, so Chris and I are super close, which, mm-hmm. hey, going up on 19 years. It's too close. <laughs> it's just too close. How dare it's making you. me uncomfortable. How dare you? <laughs> Listen, love the love is still alive, guys. Um, so we are talking today about our recent trip to Disney World with the Disney Creators Experience. So much fun. Disney Creators Conference. Um, and this is actually our second time to be invited to this type of event. A few years ago when we went, it was called the Disney Social Media Moms Conference. And I think that the Disney powers that be realized they were being a little too exclusive maybe with that title and just and only including mom bloggers. And so they opened it up to creators, to Disney creators, um, content creators, YouTubers, vloggers who maybe don't necessarily have kids. They're not all moms. Right. There's a lot of dad bloggers there as well. Yep. So um, we went. We were gone for 10 days. We went. (laughs) The conference itself is only, I think, like five total days. Mm -hmm. Because it was three days in the park and then maybe six days. Three days in the park and three days at sea on the Disney Dream. And then, uh, but we went for a few extra days to take advantage of the park hopper passes that they gave us and all of that stuff. So family vacay. Yeah. So we made it kind of Mm -hmm. a little, um, February family vacation. And, um, so Chris and I are going to talk about some of our favorite things that we got to do. So looking back, like all the way back to like the very first day or so, I have to say one of my favorite experiences was going on, um, the Disney Skyliner. Oh yeah, the whole that, that's like a brand new, yeah, uh, basically brand new. It's like six months old or whatever, and it's this this gondola that mm-hmm. goes between these resorts, yeah, and it's the only way to travel at Disney World, <laughs> the only way, or just in life, in life in general, right? Um, it was such an easy experience. So when we first went, we stayed at the at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize when we booked it was just steps away from the Riviera, which is where the conference was taking place. So we lucked out in that we were super close, but it's also where the Disney Skyliner, it's one of the stops for Disney Skyliner. It's one of the hubs. One of the hubs. Right. Yeah. And the Disney Skyliner goes to the Riviera, the Caribbean Beach, Hollywood Studios, Ep- and Epcot. Which is perfect, because those were like all the places we... Those were the main places we went. Right. Those were our main places. So, um, yeah. And I have to say really quick about the Caribbean Beach Resort. I was really pleasantly surprised at how much I liked that resort. I liked it. It was great. Yeah. It totally felt like a little nugget of what I imagined a Disney version of the Caribbean to be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very bright (laughs) and clean and colorful. Um, there's little lagoons around, little little beach areas that you could swing in a hammock and all that stuff. So it was a really nice resort. If you're looking for like a mid-level, mid-tier resort to go to that's really close to everything, 
It's a great option. Yeah. And let's talk about the Riviera itself because I, you know, I have to say, I thought it would be much bigger. Because mm. when I think of a Disney resort, yeah. I think of it like with a map, like the Caribbean or um, the other resorts we've stayed at before that are slipping my mind. But they're usually like really massive. The, the Riviera felt like a hotel. It was a lot me. smaller. Yeah. It was a lot smaller. It felt like a hotel. Whereas the Caribbean Beach Resort was expansive. It was massive. It was massive. It took like 20, right. 30 minutes just to walk from the one end to the Skyliner Hub area. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but the Riviera was beautiful. It's brand new. Mm-hmm. It's only been open for, I think, a, just a couple of months. Like, it's very new. Beautiful restaurant at the top called Topolini where you can have a nice, oh, that was nice. expensive dinner or drink and watch... The sunset in the distance over Disney World. You can see Epcot. You can see... Um, it's a beautiful view. Yep. So uh, I loved it. The room was nice. I was worried at first there wasn't going to be enough beds, but turns out Disney knows how to do those little hideaway beds oh, yeah. really well. They pack them in the walls. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, somebody messaged me on Instagram was like, you know that's called a Murphy bed. I was like, yes, I do know that. I'm not a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so that was a lovely resort. Love staying there. Our first day, though, we uh, I had goals. I had a plan, and we went to Epcot on yes, the very first day because I thought if we're going to do any drinking, which we wanted to do, drinking around the world. Let's get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way yep. before the conference begins so they're not like, who is this lush that we invited? But we scheduled it on a holiday weekend. Yes. Well, it wasn't a ho- – it was – we didn't schedule on a no, holiday no, so weekend. You're right, right. It, yeah. The whole – we arrived on a holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The conference what took place over a holiday weekend, which also happened to coincide with the Festival of the Arts. Um, so as you can imagine, it was mobbed, packed. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a ton, a ton of people there. It was very hard. We had to wait in line 20, 30 minutes and sometimes just to get a drink. Mm-hmm. So it made our journey of drinking around the world a little challenging. But I feel like we did okay. We did okay. We did all right. We didn't it. make it all the way around, but we, you know, we got some, we had, some of the high points. We had some cute shirts and we looked good doing it. Yeah, we did. Um, highlight of that, though, was the beer garden. Oh, yes. I love that. The German beer garden. Yeah. Right. It was so great. Uh, it was nice too because it was inside. It's like Oktoberfest. It was like Oktoberfest. Yeah. I didn't love sitting with strangers. You know how I am. You know, about the communal them. tables, yeah, kind of weird. I was not a fan of that. But um, once they left, everything was great. <laughs> they put us with this other family, and I was like, I don't like it. We hate people. We hate people. Everybody. <laughs> we, we don't like you in general. I so. was like, oh, I don't want to sit with anybody. I want my own table. I'm paying a lot of money. I want to sit my own table. I don't yeah. think that's too much. But it was fun. nice. It was authentic German food. It was, it was like a buffet. Yeah. But, you know, somewhat authentic German food, mm-hmm. German beers, stuff like that. It was Said nice. German. Yeah. So um, then after that, we went to, we just kind of made our way around the world. I don't think we did anything that night. We just, I think we were so hot. It was so hot. It was very hot. How is Florida so hot all the time? Because California is not hot that hot all the time. Well, they're further south, I think, so there's yeah. a lot more humidity. Are they that much further yeah. south? I need to look at a map because I feel like Florida is not that much further south. Maybe it's because they've got water on both sides. Probably. Yeah? Yeah. They're I mean, surrounded it's, it's by water? 90% swampland in Florida. So oh. Which, by the way, I've been obsessed with that Disney documentary about the the Walt Disney Imagineering documentary. Oh yeah, that's Disney great. Plus. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. If you haven't seen this documentary yet, you should watch it because it's all about how the Imagineers built Disneyland and how they built Disney World and all of the other Disney parks. Came up with the rides, created experiences, and the detail in all the parks. It's a fascinating yeah. documentary series. Yeah. I loved it. Worth watching. Yeah. 
So um, we did Epcot the first day. The next day I had planned Magic Kingdom, and yep. I had uh, reserved us the only lunchtime I could get, which was like 3.30 <laughs> um, at the Rainforest Cafe, because I wanted to go. Even though we it have one. Out. It was great. Yeah, even though we have one in uh, Disneyland uh, in Anaheim, uh, I wanted to go to the, the one there, because I've heard it was great. It was great. Yep. I love Animal Kingdom. It's my it, favorite was Animal Kingdom. That's your yeah. favorite, yep. really? Yep. What do you love about it? You know, I just like it. It's, um, you know, I'm a, I'm probably confusing it a bit with Pandora in general, but, it, you know, it's so immersive and, uh, you know. Well, it's not confusing. It's the same park. It's the same park, but Pandora is, like, inside mm-hmm. of Animal uh, Kingdom. Uh, I keep wanting to say Animal Planet, but, that, yeah. but that's a channel. Yes. Um, Animal Kingdom. Um, it's so immersive and so cool, and it's like you're in... Africa or something, and, you know, and and we went on the safari, and that was really cool and really neat. Very and, bumpy, and we very bumpy, and we did the Pandora ride again, which was awesome. Yes, they really know how to do that. We did that actually on the um, second, third day of the conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, but me, you and Channing went on that Monday uh, before the conference started. We just took that time to like explore. Because I feel like the first time we went to Animal Kingdom, we were so overwhelmed. It was like, this is amazing. Where do we go first? Right, right. Like, we didn't even know where to begin. And now that I kind of had an idea, a better idea of what to expect, um, there were certain things I wanted to, areas I wanted to spend more time in, certain things I wanted to do more of. And I feel like we got to do that. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the second day, or the, the third day we were there, we went to um, Magic Kingdom. Yep. Also very hot. It was very, very hot. I just remember we plopped down on the people mover after only being there a couple of hours. And we just sat. And we were like, just ride this 10 minute ride (laughs) and get a breeze. Like it was so, so hot. Um, But the things I loved about Magic Kingdom are the rides that we don't have here at Disneyland. Right. Like the Aladdin ride is super special. Yep. The, um, That's when the camel spits at you. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I know you and Channing really seem to love the Swiss Robinson family treehouse. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I did not care for that. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was great. It's a it's a it's a replica of the Swiss family Robinson and the treehouse they lived on supposedly. You know. Um, but it was kind of neat. It was just this big walkthrough treehouse. I mean, it wasn't very interactive, but we got to you know see things, and it was just pleasant. Um, I just remember thinking, man, we're going up really far into this tree house and I never watched Swiss Family Robinson so it didn't really mean much as much to me as it should well it was a book it was also a movie well it was a movie too yeah, yeah. Don't, don't condescend to me like I don't no, know that I it mean, wasn't a movie I mean come on <laughs> how dare you <laughs> um, but anyway so that was cool so I love at Magic Kingdom, I love doing the things that we don't have at Disneyland. Is there, there's a new ride, too. Wasn't there a new ride that we rode? Um, Snow, oh, s- the Snow the, White? Yes, the Mine Train. The, the, yeah, the Mine Train. Yeah, the yeah. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And that's not in Disneyland. That's no. only Disney World. No, and that is a very special ride. It's a very hot ticket. People mm-hmm. wait in line for hours to get that. And one of the perks of going on this conference... I was about to mention that. ...is right? that we get these Fast Passes. They're mm-hmm. sort of... Um, not unlimited, but we got ten a day. We got ten for Magic Kingdom and five for all of the other parks per person. So, just to be able to walk up and go bing and get on any ride yeah. is amazing. And we didn't have those the first few days we were there, like at Epcot or um, Animal Kingdom. So um, when we got to Magic Kingdom, we were able to do that. I wish we had had a little more time in Magic Kingdom to be able to zap on some of the rides. Right, but. Even with the fast passes that we had, we were still waiting sometimes 20, 30 minutes to get on the ride. Which, in the grand scheme of Disney, 
is not, not a long so wait. It's not no. a long wait for some of these rides. I, I think uh, when Shannon and I rode, um, when Shannon and I rode Tower of Terror, I think we ended up waiting about a half an hour. You know, because the ride was somewhat. No, you guys were gone a long time. You were, were gone about long... an hour. Okay, well, yeah, we waited a long time then. Yeah. But that's because they were only doing half the ride. Well, that's so. at Hollywood Studios. Right. Um, but yeah, so our day at Magic Kingdom was mostly about, honestly, just getting pictures. Like, there was a few picture mm-hmm. spots I wanted to get, a few moments and things that I wanted to see. The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was definitely on my list. And um, the People Mover was on my list. And there's so much more I wanted to explore there. I wish I just had a couple more days at Magic Kingdom. Because I mean, if I remember right, our last trip, we didn't spend that much time in Magic Kingdom either because we were just so hot. Right. Um, and then uh, we went in our hotel. We did laundry a couple of times. That was super helpful because we were sweating through all of our clothes. So much sweat. People were like, how do you pack for 10 days? And I'm like, well, I pack for like four or five days and then I just do laundry. That's what it ended up being, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we're already in our room at night, Mm -hmm. you know, by 8 o'clock since we have a 6-year-old. And so, might as well do some laundry. But there was a couple of nights we were not in our room because we had some very special parties. So, the very first Mm -hmm. night of the conference, after we checked in, the opening night was a dessert party at Epcot in front of the fireworks. No, that was fun. And that's something we didn't see the last time we were there. That was amazing. Yeah, it was like front row seats to this great fireworks show. Fireworks I've never seen before or imagined before. They were so great. With all the desserts and drinks, not alcoholic drinks, but like coffee and hot chocolate and all of that that you can handle. Um, That was amazing. Mm -hmm. That was a very beautiful way to kick off the conference. And I was like... I never want to do Disney any other way than this. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I don't know. I know that's not going to be possible, but that was a really special way to kick it all off. And then the next day I was in conferences all day Mm -hmm. with, um, with Disney, uh, insiders. They were sharing about, um, uh, their content, their content strategies, what does well on their platforms. They give us a lot of really helpful information to create our own content and then one of the highlights for me of the conference was um, when the creators, uh, not the creators, the um, a few creators from TikTok came. Mm-hmm. And they talked about the app. They talked about what they create on the app. And uh, one of the influence um, influencer ambassadors was there, too, to talk about how TikTok is not just an app for kids. Although... It's very, it's very much geared towards kids. There is a large growing community of adults on there of all ages who are like, this is really fun. I feel more free on this app than I do on Instagram because Instagram is sort of transformed into this place where you just have to be beautiful and put the greatest hits of your life. Yes. Like there's a reason people say Instagram perfect or Instagram model or whatever, because it's become this place where people just go to be pretty and show what they're doing that you don't get to do. TikTok is a place where you can kind of dick around a little bit and be funny and be silly. We were and, talking about this just earlier today. Yeah. It allows you to be more creative a yes. little bit. Yeah. And I, so I your def- funny side. I've definitely embraced that because as a funny and hilarious person, thank you very much, um, it definitely feels more freeing than Instagram does. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is, but I like it. Um, and then another highlight of me during the um, conference day itself was getting to be in the Her Universe fashion Oh my God, show. I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. I didn't forget about that. I seriously think about that every day. I'm like, oh my God, I was a model for you were. Her Universe. You were. You walked the runway. I walked the runway at the conference in front of everybody in a Star Wars outfit. That's awesome. Like, So what? awesome. Who am I? Whose life am I living? Yours. My life. Your best life. My, my best life. Um, but it was really cool. So I'm friends with Ashley Eckstein, who is the founder of Her Universe. And every year at Comic-Con, she hosts a huge fashion show that is like the hottest yeah. ticket in all of Comic-Con. 
uh, to go and look at the latest in geek chic fashion. Yep. And um, at this conference, she had asked me if I would be in the fashion show to show off some items from her new Star Wars line. And I was like, you jumped at it. 1000%. Yeah. Yes. What do you need? I will be there. So as part of that, I got to undergo a makeover from the new Disney character couture uh, makeup artist. So Disney has this new service they offer uh, at Disney World. I don't believe they do it at Disneyland, but they're at Disney World where you can visit one of the salons that does the caricature couture makeovers, or you can have a character couture artist come to your hotel room or your resort. And what they do is they basically make you over into your Disney adult dream character. So it's like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, but for grownups. Yeah. So if you want to do a Cinderella makeover with your own pixie dust, you can do that. Um, if you want to do Peter Pan, if you want to do, you know, whatever you want to do, they can do that. And for me, they did this crazy, like, um, uh, not, not rebel. It's not the rebel empire. Imperial army. Imperial guard. That's, Imperial. Yes. Yeah. The bad guys. The bad guys, basically. <laughs> That's what I'm trying. Like, they, they made you look fierce. I'm like, what words am I using? Um, but they basically did this like cool bad girl version um, from the Imperial Army or whatever. And it was really cool. Mm -hmm. I put it up on my website, up on motherhoodandhollywood.com, the pictures that showed kind of a before and after of the process. And it was incredible. Yeah. Um, you and, looked you looked amazing. Thank it was, you. Yeah. I had no idea what to expect because I knew yeah. you, I knew you were coming out, and so me and Channing was sitting there just kind of waiting for you and stuff like that. And you, and you came out, and she and I both looked at each other and we were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and we like, started applauding. Yeah, it was so great. And then I got to walk the runway to some dope beats, and then we went to Hollywood Studios into Galaxy's Edge, and I had a little mini photo session yeah. there. So I was like, "If I'm all dressed up, we might as well go take Do advantage it. of this." Do it. Um, and then they had like a uh, booth set up there where we got to interact with some of the sponsors of the event, like Otterbox. Otterbox gifted us with a ton of new, mm -hmm. like several new um, iPhone cases. Um, American Tourister gifted us with a new American Tourister luggage, which mm -hmm. is just darling. It's so cute. And then um, Go Go Squeeze was there. We love Go Go Squeeze. And the Javianas, like people were. Oh, right. People were stocking up on Javianas like they were going out of style and i was like what's happening here um they only had one kind left by the time i got to the javiana's table but um but yeah so those were some of the major sponsors then we looked at all the new shop disney swag everything that was headed to castaway key everything that was headed to some of the resorts like it was a really uh immersive swag experience so you could get kind of a closer look at some of the stuff they were offering mm -hmm. Um, another cool speaker that we had during the conference day was a guy who was an author um, who wrote about Walt Disney's travel days. Remember oh, right. that book I yep. showed you? Yeah, and we have it out in the living room. Yeah, right. we all yeah. got that book, and it was a really neat book. And um, just another, again, a fascinating, I think because of my love of, of the history of Hollywood and the history of the movie studios, it doesn't seem like other movie studios have documented their history in the same way that Disney has. Well, they're not nearly as I, as as iconic. I guess. You, you don't know? think like MGM is iconic? MGM is, but Disney has got this... Universal Studios? Disney has this thing. Here's the thing. Here's you know? what I think it is. The difference is Walt Disney. There's no one person um, that was the face of MGM, the founder who brought that right. heart you know, to their 
what they were creating. Mm-hmm. There was nobody like that at Universal who was like creating something. There's no Johnny Universal. Legacy. Yeah, no Johnny Universal. <laughs> not that I know of. Um, so I think that's what it is. I think it's Walt Disney. I think it's because mm-hmm. there it was all founded by this man who had a love for his children. Um, and now here we are 60 some odd years later with a massive, uh, network of theme parks and merchandise. The Disney footprint is unparalleled. It's, it's unbelievable. It's huge. So we have to talk about then the footprint that is, um, on the cruise line. Oh yeah. Uh, wait, before we get to that though, we have to talk about the dessert party and on galaxy's edge. Oh, yeah. When you got to ride. The Rise, Rise of, of the Resistance. Resistance. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> so this was another really cool thing that they did for the conference. They um, reserved Galaxy's Edge in uh, Hollywood Studios for our conference. And we had a private dessert party there. And all of the guests got to ride Rise of the Resistance. So cool. Chris Broker's first time. My, like, fifth time. But I still loved it. Yep. Tell me, what was your feeling? It was amazing. It was it was so, you know, and I've used this word before, it was so immersive. Um, I can't even put it in words, hardly. I we'll mean, try, because this is a podcast. So, okay, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it was, it was uh, you're on a ship, and it gets taken over by the Imperial Guard, and you have to escape, and, you know, you're, you're alongside the characters from the movies, and uh, there's just so much to see, and it's... Yeah, it's it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Did you tear up a little bit? A little bit, yeah. a little bit. When I got into that room with all the stormtroopers, and it was the hangar bay, yeah, you know, the hangar bay with all the stormtroopers, um, I yeah, I was flabbergasted. I, I just, knew you would love yeah. that part too, because I um, when I first and then the ad hats when oh, you go in the room with yes, the ad hats, and I knew you would love that too. I kept man. thinking, oh, Chris is gonna love this. Yeah. I could not wait for you to write. The I attention almost, to detail was amazing. I'm almost a little mad that I didn't make you take a day off work to come with me. Because mm-hmm. remember, I asked you. I said I get I got invited to Rise of Resistance at Disneyland, and Do I was you, like, yeah. And Matt, you could have written it with me five times, I like know, I did with Greg. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Because they kept going, you have an hour, and we were like, "What?" So we it was just great. kept going back. No, back. It, it was a great ride. I high, I mean, yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, and there are people who are still trying to get in for that ride, so I feel very lucky that we got to go and mm-hmm. do that. Um, and then uh, the next day we saw Onward, which was my second time to see it because I oh, yeah. saw it for uh, NBC when I was reporting yep. for NBC. Yep. And then we went to the ship. Great movie. I slept. I'm not gonna lie, I slept because it was at six in the morning. Well, yeah, we got up super early for that. There's one thing that like is I love this trip so much, but it's really hard, and people don't realize when we're out there doing this is that first of all, there's a three-hour time difference for us West Coast folks, mm-hmm. but also when we're getting up at six in the morning to go to these experiences because we have to be on a bus by seven or whatever. Um, it's, ex- it's no, we got up at exhausting. five because we had to be on the yeah. bus at six. It's exhausting. We had to have all was... of our luggage ready to go yeah. and so they could pick it up for the cruise. Mm-hmm. Now we got to talk about the cruise. And the cruise is great. Were you worried at all about getting on the ship with everything going on with the corona? No, it didn't even... Well, it, no, because it was still a little off our radar. It, you know, corona was so it new. It was like a month ago. Yeah, corona was so new at the time, it didn't really... Uh, no, it, it was not even a blip. Plus, Disney also is very rigorous with their cleaning mm-hmm. and every every meal hall we walked into every public area we walked into it, we had to wash our hands we were given a wipe yep antibacterial wipe um yeah but the disney cruise itself we also did a cruise for the last land and sea adventure that we went on two years ago and this was our our first time back for on a disney cruise what did you think i liked it uh we had some weather issues oh, this yeah. time around it was uh you know a little rainy well, yeah, it was really disappointing because that first day, 
that we were supposed to get on, um, there was a huge, like, freezing cold rainstorm that oh, moved yeah, in. It was very... We couldn't take any pictures outside because it was so windy you couldn't even stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Plus cloudy and overcast. Yeah. And... and that first night I got really, really sick. You did. Yeah, because I because we were being tossed around pretty intensely. The boat was rocking and not for good reasons. Oh, bazinga. Um, but once we got past the storm and into calmer waters the next day in the Bahamas, it was much more manable, manageable. It was still cold. Mm-hmm. I, it was colder than I remember it being last time. Yes, it was. And uh, But it was still beautiful. We could finally get out and like spend some time on top of the boat. It was mm-hmm. very windy, but we still managed to get in the some ship. putt-putt. And the some, ship. The ship. Oh, sorry. Ship. Excuse me. <laughs> still managed to uh, check out the ship. We had a nice little one-on-one meet and greet with Mickey and Minnie. That was cool. Um, and then, you know, we had the option of staying on the boat and doing these like one-on-one experiences on the, on the ship, excuse me. But then we decided to go on an excursion. Um, I oh, yeah. always yeah. wanted to visit the resort of Atlantis yeah. in the Bahamas. I've seen it online. It looks amazing. The crystal clear blue water all around the resort looks incredible. And I was like, you know what? when are we ever going to be back here again? Who knows? So let's go check it out. So we yep. took four or five hours to go into the Bahamas, into Nassau at the Atlantis resort. And it was, it was beautiful, beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Really, really nice. Huge resort, gorgeous inside and out. They had like high end shopping inside there. They had a casino inside there. Um, we got rained on a big storm kind of moved through typical Caribbean storm, but it was over in like an hour, 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah. And, um, we just kind of hung out by the pool, had some beers, watched Channing flop around in her little mermaid swimming suit. Went down a couple and, water slides. Yeah. It was nice. They ha- also have this beautiful underwater marine um, life air exhibit. An aquarium. An aquarium. Yeah. And marine life habitat is the word I was looking for. It's the largest marine life habitat uh, in the world, I think is what they said. Something like that. Yeah. And it's beautiful. So you can see all these fish and they, they have it all set up like it's the undiscovered city of Atlantis. Right, right. So they were like ruins in the water yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. That was really neat to see and Channing really enjoyed that too. But then we jumped on the bus, went back to the ship and you guys did the aqua duck. Oh yes, we did. Yep. That was fun. The, the big ship water slide that they have. Yeah. It's great. Was it scary? It was cold. Yeah. It was very cold. It was a kind of a cold day in, in general. But, yeah. um, but then we have to talk about um, the food. Exceptional. Every, every meal was... A delight. Well, the waiters kept bringing food, too. It was crazy. We would would order, like, an entree, and they'd be like, well, you have to try this entree, too. And he'd bring everyone, like, a secondary entree and things like that. That was really great. It was. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure we all gained, like, a thousand pounds. Certainly did. We got to sit with my friend Denise and her family, and that was really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And, God, yeah, there's the food. And the animator's palette was really great. And Royal Palace. And, um, yeah. And I'm going to write about some of the food... um, Eventually, <laughs> we're on my website. The on food Mother, is great. On com, And then we have to talk about Castaway Key. This yes. is, was probably my favorite day because it was so beautiful. It was finally warm weather. It was weather. finally warm. Yep. Yep. We got to get on these bikes, which is something we never do. Um, We've the, never gone bike riding. The conference provided us with um, free bike rentals, and we rode a bike through the island. And I wish we'd had more time because... There was, I just felt like it was such a nice, relaxing way to explore the island. Mm-hmm. But the reason we didn't have much time is because I had planned a very special afternoon with Chris. And that was... Exceptional. It was it, so... A massage. It was, 
It was so That's what relaxing. I was trying to get you it was to so say. relaxing, and I'm not a big massage guy in general. And I, you think don't think you've ever had one. The last one we had was in in Hawaii. In Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so okay. like nine years ago or whatever. I was whatever. thinking Hot Springs, Arkansas. Remember oh, that massage? Yeah, let's, not, let's not even <laughs> talk about that. I'm trying to purge that from my memory. Ooh. But the Hawaii one, we had this massage in Hawaii. It was cliffside over the ocean. You could hear the water, and it was just so relaxing. And this was very similar to that experience. This was very similar. You had your private bungalows for the adult massages. The, the double doors opened up into the waters, but it's all very private because there's shrubs and everything around. But you could hear the calypso music from the bar uh, just down the, the beach. Um, you could hear the waves lapping up on the mm-hmm, beach. Like mm-hmm. It was just very relaxing. You could hear and me snoring as I fell asleep. Yes, both, so both of us were so relaxed. So I surprised Chris with that for all his help taking my picture and taking Channing's picture. It was a great surprise. Um, and... Yeah, it was it was really lovely, and then we just hung out in the water for a little bit. It was very still cold. It was so mm-hmm. pretty cold. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I would like to go back maybe when it's not quite as cold, like if we maybe take like an April or May yeah. cruise, something a little more seasonal. Something a little yeah. more seasonal, yeah, because that first day was such a bummer because of the rain. But but then we had um um the uh, for the conference itself they did a welcome ceremony on the ship and we had like unlimited cocktails what? and drinks and then they had a closing uh party on the ship with unlimited cocktails and by that time i was not invited to these events chris actually. was not invited but by that time i had gotten my sea legs a little bit i wasn't as nauseous i was she feeling was ready good. to party i was ready to party but then it's it over. was over it was over because like six the next morning we had to get up, have all of our bags. Three days is a little short for a cruise. I agree. It's a little short. You don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still fun, but you don't get to experience maybe as much. Here's who I think benefits from three day cruises: people who live right by the port. Mm-hmm. So the people of Florida could really like do a quick little three day cruisy cruise for sure. Um, I think. I mean, there was people whose doors we we walked by who were on like clearly seasoned cruisers because their doors were decorated yeah. like crazy yeah. that's one thing you do on a disney cruise you can do like door decorations and that sort of thing um but overall honestly like it was just such an amazing experience it's something that i feel very lucky that i got to go with my family too and you know we created so many memories it was, a, it was also a lot of work like i don't want to make it seem like it was just vacation because yeah. it was a lot of work there was a lot of content creating because mm-hmm. it's a creator's conference right um, I feel like it's going to take me months to roll out all the content that I wanted to share from that experience. So, I think we um, got a lot though. Yeah. I think we got a lot. We got a lot. Like there's a lot that I want to, there's a lot that I want to share. Like a lot of the other, a lot of the other like LA mommy bloggers, honestly, just a lot of the mommy bloggers that were there already have like, they're putting out blog posts a day. Sure. They're cranking them out. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm behind. I feel a lot of pressure, but then at the same time, I'm like, that's not, I mean, I'm, that's just not my style. No, no. Yeah. Let them do that. Let them do You'll that. You'll crank it out when, when you I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. And, um, and I hope that Disney appreciates that as much as we appreciate them. Hands down though, great trip. Yeah. Just great trip. All right. So if we go back to Disney World again, mm-hmm. would you say we would go to Disney World, uh, just by itself and stay for like five or six days and kind of spend more time in the parks? Or would you rather spend that five or six days and do a cruise? You know, I like the cruise. I, I really like the cruise. Um, I'm a fan of cruising. I enjoy it. I like, yeah. you know, I like, you know, I like sea days. I like, you know, I like the, 
I just like cruising in general. So I'd rather do more of the cruise than necessarily stay in the park. I like the park. Epcot was great. Yeah. Loved it. Animal Kingdom was great. Um, but I think overall, I think the cruise was my favorite part of it. Did you love the Mission Space in uh, where we flew the spaceship? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was I very cool. I knew you would love very that cool. ride. I knew very you. realistic and yes. like, yeah, very cool. Um, all right. So it sounds like we're going to make another trip back to Disney World, but maybe a Disney cruise this time. But we'll, uh, it'll be a while, though, because that ish is expensive. Pricey. It's very pricey. Uh, thank you. We for, are accepting PayPal donations. For PayPal. I'm going to put it up. Uh, subscribe to my Patreon. Um, <laughs> uh, I love you. Thank you for you? Uh, pu- putting Stargate on pause to come be on my podcast. Seriously. It's a very important episode. Stop talking with your hands in front of your face. Sorry. I love you. Love you. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, you guys. Hope you have a wonderful week. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Bye. Mama funny. Balls.